2: Hello, and welcome to a legendary episode of Seagull Social Season 4, Episode 28. We've got Ben Spaulding, we've got Maz via Skype on Meagle, and this is by far one of the greatest episodes of Seagull Social that will ever have existed, um, regardless of how Maz's setup has taken (laughs) half an hour. But, if we excuse that bit, (laughs) it's been absolutely unbelievable, 24 hours. I'll start with you, Maz, because I've... uh, Ask you about the current quality that you're in.
3: Um, He's just tried selling us a new SIM contract, even though we've got a new SIM. I keep telling him, I've just upgraded (laughs) my phone.
4: Yeah, let's all laugh (laughs) (laughs) at (laughs) that.
2: Apart from that side, Maz, you must be buzzing, mate.
4: Yeah, no, an incredible, incredible day at the Amex. Uh, It was a bit of a long journey for me, but uh, we, we got there in the end. And yeah, no, it was just incredible. I thought... I thought, after that third goal, I don't think I've ever seen atmosphere like it in the Amex, which was, yeah, yeah incredible. And, um, yeah, just what an incredible day. Iran had won in the morning. We just beat Japan and Matoma, that meant Matoma comes back to Brighton. So I was like, what a great start to a Saturday this is.
2: Ali goal.
4: Ali goal. Ali Reza Jambash with a goal as well in the 96th minute. So Iran wow. went through to the semi-finals. Matoma's coming home. Great start to the day. And then we beat our arch rivals 4-1. Uh, at the Amex, So yeah, incredible, incredible day. And uh, yeah, the atmosphere was, was top, 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 crack, crack, as um, deserve would say.
2: I for one loved it too, Maz. But Ben, mate, how are you in the uh, North Stand? I imagine you were probably Actually wasn't. trying to remember the game as much as you can. <laughs> were you West I like,
3: yeah, yeah, I was North West, like in that little corner bit. Um, yes, so I was having to sit down, which wasn't fun. But um, I feel like that Crystal Palace fan outside the Fair station. That's how I feel. I feel horrendous. I was out last night, as you can imagine, trying to enjoy it as much I'm as possible, to laugh at that. And lap it up. Um, and yeah, so if the comments are going to be, like, "How are you turning up hungover to a podcast?" It's because we just beat Palace four-one, and the Brighton boys are on the beers. It's literally in the song, so I had to do it. And yeah, I'm absolutely buzzing. What an absolute result, what performance! Seeing the Palace fans screaming at their players at full time leaving it 65 minutes running away from the boys outside the ground um yeah the whole day was just perfect and we finally got our crystal palace drumming that we've been crying out for and it comes after the match where i thought we were potentially going to lose so it's just mad to think that the past like six games we've had with them i'm always thinking we're going to beat him and then we never like actually thrash him but we finally finally done it and yeah what an absolute unbelievable day um and I'm also on a little botch setup but managed to bring my microphone. Um so I hopefully don't sound horrendous apart from my throat.
2: <laughs> yeah, to be fair, my throat's a bit the same this morning, but um yeah, I mean you say sixty five minutes fans would leave him, but I mean that's kind to be fair. I mean our friend talks CPFC Ollie. Had left after 39 minutes. He was already at the pub. No in Brighton, way. Um, by the 40th, I think uh, he put it on his TikTok. Um, I would say uh, shout out, Ollie, but there's absolutely no way he's watching this unless he wants to torture himself. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> I can see. I can see the frustration from Palace fans was absolutely unbelievable, but. Uh, more importantly, forgetting the turmoil that Palace are in. Okay, they were without Eze and Elise. But we were without a D- Mit- Mitoma, Edingra, a Fatih, Solly, and Ciso Veltman. We only just got Lamptey back. Um, João Pedro was down to a late check. So it's not like we were exactly free with loads and loads of players available. James Milner as well. So we've beaten them uh, when we're in a much worse position, um, sort of on the pitch in terms of who we've got missing. But um, yeah, Palace just... Not even close to us yesterday. Not even close. Uh, there wasn't even a moment apart from their goal, really, where you could have said you were worried. But we'll start it from the beginning, yeah. um, right at the beginning, actually, where Lewis Dunk. <laughs> if you were to paint Finally. a picture of an opening goal where Zerbi said after Luton, he was hurting the most. And it's no coincidence, Maz. After two minutes, we scored from a corner and it was Lewis yeah. Dunk against Crystal Palace in front of the away end.
4: Oh, mate, what a start. And also as well, what I loved as well um, was Jack Hinchwood's little... He was giving it some as well after um, dun- Dunkey scored. So that was there. Yeah, that was class. Like the local lads just giving it some to Palace. But yeah, uh, from a corner as well, which is, you know, we, we're not exactly the most prolific from Mental. quarters. So that that was nice to see in the second minute. Um, the script writer nice, yeah.
3: went off with that one, didn't he? Opened yeah. Goals yeah. To set a piece.
4: <laughs> literally, literally. Um, so yeah, no, it, yeah. Great head up, great leap. Um like the, I saw a few people saying that potentially Donkey put his hands into uh, Anderson, but I'm not having that at all. Um, I think that would have been the most softest um, goal, oh, sorry, foul, if you were to give it, in the world. Um, but yeah, no, great leap, great header, and yeah, what a start. I think to score so early on in, in a in a game against Palace, I think is so important, and it just set... Set the tone for the rest of the afternoon, I think. And, um, yeah, that first half it was just an absolute whirlwind. And to get us off to such a great start from a corner um, and, and considering we scored from another corner, from from another set piece, yeah, uh, just says it all, really. But, yeah, what a start. And no one better than captain, leader, legend, Lewis Dunk. Uh, just to give it some as well. Because he, he gets it pelters, doesn't he, from Palace fans. They, you know, we won't say exactly what they say all the time, but he gets it a lot from them. Um, so, yeah, it was extra nice that he got the goal as well.
2: Yeah, Ben, come on, follow up with it, because uh, could... <laughs> I want to hear your thoughts on the dunk moment as well, because we've been crying out for it we, for so long, a dunk goal against Palace. Um, mm. Okay, the header was a little, maybe he wanted a bit more of a connection, but the jump, as you say, was brilliant, and the way he's got away from Anderson. Um, tell me about it, Ben, I want to hear some.
3: Well, it's just like, I don't know, I feel like we probably learnt something off Luton. The way we came out of the blocks, we just were just on like so intense straight away, and that was so great to see, obviously, bouncing back from the, the disaster class at Luton. Um, so yeah just dunk I think everything Amaz says dunk scoring in front of the Palace fans I would rather him celebrating it and scoring it in front of the Palace fans and in front of the North to be honest especially in that game which just incredible and yeah all the players were given it not just the local lads like see, there's a brilliant video of someone filming behind the goal that's uh, on the Premier League account and um yeah it's Billy Gilmore like running up to him going go like right in front of the Palace fans they must have been absolutely hating it and yeah you can't couldn't have wished for a better start and a better player to score against them than Lewis Dunk so Yeah, and they just set the tone for the rest of the game, really.
2: It wasn't too long ago that we were almost questioning if we had any players that really got it. Um, You know, it was a bit of a rivalry, potentially lost rivalry with Zaha going and, you know, with, with us thinking, you know, do we have the players to really be the villains? But it seemed like the players just absolutely 100% got it yesterday. Um, and we'll, we'll, that brings it on to the sort of second and third goal, which happened so quickly. Um, obviously Hinchward, it's a great cross from Tarek, by the way, uh, such a great cross. And the way it's hung up in the air, Hinchwood in the air, Maz, I mean, he, the headers, <laughs> they're so well placed. It's the second no. time he's done it. But it's it's a great header.
4: I, I don't want to say for a little man because obviously that's a bit contradictory considering I'm a very <laughs> little man. But no, mean, he's he's on the shorter side. I wouldn't say he's t- he's not he's not he's not short, but I wouldn't say he's actually tall.
2: He's like so five yeah, he's got, eleven today. He? Yeah,
4: yeah, he, yeah. He, he's he's. He's definitely above the national average, let's just say that. <laughs> um, he's, he's definitely, yeah, no, he, he's, um, he's got a great leap on him. And yeah, great head. And like you said, Ryan, um, shout out to lampty I thought, considering what, he's first starting a long time and um, there was lots of chat about, you know, is he is he the long term? Is he going to stay here long term? Is he just going to keep getting injured? All that kind of stuff. And yeah, he provided that cross, a great cross. Um, only thing I'll say just quickly on lampty I thought in the second half he was much more reserved. I, I would have liked to have seen him take on players a bit more and, you know, just... To take that extra bit just down the line, and I thought first off he was great. I just thought, second off, maybe because I, I did see actually, funny enough, where I was sat, I could see the uh, is it Maldera the, the assistant? He, he kept yeah. saying to Laptee, Is your is your hamstring okay? Like he kept pointing to his hamstring and going, Are you okay? So I don't know if that was just like a, a fatigue thing, and you know, maybe in the second half he was just a bit more fatigued mm. and um, just didn't want to risk any injuries. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, fantastic cross, and going back to Jack Hintrywood, um. Great, great header. And again, another local lad scoring so good. against Palace. <laughs> in and front yeah, of you could, you could see the passion as well. Even after the game, he was he was giving it to you know the North Stand. He was you know doing the the whole lapping it up and stuff. And I love yeah, that. And cool. Even You could see Dunk as well telling him he would go over there. Like, this is mm. your moment. And I love that. I thought that was just... It just shows, yeah, what it's all about. And um, the fact that, again, a, another local lad scoring. in such an important game. Like you said, Ben, after such a disappointing loss against Luton. To so, to then go two 0 up within the first half. At that point, you're thinking this is it. We're back. Uh, this is we know we can play like this. Um, and and then like you said, Brian, we scored we scored the third quite quickly after. But I'll let
3: Ben and you yeah talk about that. So that that yeah for those full time scenes, absolutely love it when they do that. And um, <clears throat> yeah, for, so we done the first hey, 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 with Jack, and then we were going oh straight away to do for someone else to do. It. And Jack was like kind of telling Dunk to come and do it, and then Dunk was like trying to get buzz to do it as well but i think eventually yeah he just said now jack you do it again so jack did it again hopefully that's like a. I know we do it quite a bit i think against sheffield united it was jal pedro that done it so hopefully this comes becomes a very regular occurrence every time we beat someone which i think it is anyway uh, but yeah jack into was header I, I, feel, I feel like he scored a very similar one didn't he it was his first goal like that they're not like bullet headers are they they're just so well placed that they they bounce before they go in. That they're just that nestle into the bottom corner, so the keeper can't really do anything about it. Go straight across the goal again. Um, so maybe that's his trademark. Who would who would have thought that such a small man could produce header after header? So hopefully it becomes that that becomes a regular occurrence as well. Sorry, not a small man because average height, obviously. Yeah,
4: yeah. above average.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, loopy, looping headers are great. You know, like the way that it. I don't know how he does it. It's, it's a Gets his neck fully into it, doesn't he? I mean, the amount of power he has to generate to keep it in the air for that long, to just loop over the goalkeeper. Um, as you say, it's so well-placed. But yeah, if you, as I said earlier, you couldn't have written a, a script with better start for goal scorers. Hinchwood and Dunk. And I mean, I know he's not a Brighton boy, but I just feel like... He's one of ours, isn't he, Fakundo? Uh, everyone just wants him to do well. It's a bit like Julio last season. Like I just feel like we've got such an attachment to Facundo Bonanotte. So seeing him get the next one was just absolutely magic. I mean, at that moment, I mean, it was, what, about 60 seconds? It's Adam Wharton, wasn't it? The new man, yeah, £22 Jesus. million. Pounds. Thank you very much. Um, Pascal Vos <laughs> just nicked it straight off him. Um Bullied. If you would, he and uh, yeah, it's, it's so composed from gross. He could have easily been selfish there. He's laid it off to Facundo Bonanotte, yeah, and that... at that moment, I just absolutely lost my head, like fully. Yeah. I cannot okay. even tell you how much I lost it, and it was great. I, it, it's those sort of moments, isn't it, Maz? That that's just football, one hundred percent emotion. Oh
4: mate, it was incredible. Yeah, the same as you. I <laughs> literally, I was just, I just jumped on my mates. Uh, so. G, who I'll go with, his dad was there, and I literally just jumped on him on after the third goal. And just like literally just going like, everyone was just going mental. Yeah, like you say, you can't really put prices on those kind of moments. Like to go 3-0 up in the first half against Palace, which we rarely ever do, like we rarely ever thump them, like you said, Ben. And to finally sort of get in the first half 3-0 up, you're like, what is going on? But yeah, just quickly shout out to Pascal Gross. That touch, that little flick-on was unbelievable. Um, mm. Yeah, because so Jal
3: Pedro drilled it into him as well, and he just controlled yeah. it so well, just to oh, carry it forward. So I want to
4: play, and then the finish as well—the Bonanotte curl. Wow, mm. oh, it was just yeah, beautiful. When yeah, Ryan, just going on your point of Bonanotte. Yeah, he's becoming a bit of a fan favourite now, isn't he? Just because, do you know one thing I noticed as well with him, which I loved? After that third goal, as soon as Palace took their kick off after the third goal. He was sprinting towards them. He was like gut busting to get get the ball off them again, and I just love that kind of passion and that 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 desire to get the ball back and uh, to go for the fourth after the third goal had gone in so quickly. Like it just showed. It just shows that he's got that 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 desire and that drive to to just always want to be on the ball. You know, win the ball back for his team, and it just it just shows lots of qualities you want to see in a footballer, um, especially at your club. So yeah, I love that from him. Seeing that after that third goal, him just just running at the Crystal Palace players, just trying to get that ball back was was great. But yeah, the finish was superb, um, and he's adding that to his game, isn't he? That goal against Sheffield United we saw unbelievable, oh, and then he scored that goal game. yesterday as well. Um, just just a great great finish uh, to put it past um, Henderson. So yeah, it was just a beautiful goal all round, really.
3: Mm-hmm. It's absolute delirium because of how yeah. the quick successions go. Like the West Ham hadn't even sat down yet. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and yeah, usually yeah. they and usually the ground are pretty quick sitting down as soon as they can. But um actually I feel bad <laughs> for the women that was sat next to me because what well, one time I sat down actually like she had her leg underneath my chair and just like went straight onto her leg. She went, Ah like, screamed. Yeah, she will try to, bless her. Yeah. Um but yeah, that it was it was so good. Um and yeah, great finishment for Kundo um i really want us to get that song going you know the faco bonano, faco oh, that is so good. Yeah. that would have been good we need to get that going properly people yeah. need to learn it a bit more but um yeah, yeah, yeah i do. love i love it he seems to be thriving now um yeah he's always good he's going to be a bit inconsistent isn't he with his oh, age only but, thing um, i'm
4: going to say though only thing i will say now that is playing so well when all our players are fit, how are we going to how are we going to get yeah, on into the starting 11? This is what's going to blow my mind. Those
3: five players that we always say are coming back and even Anthony Fatty's back now with braids by the way, they look fucking close. Yes,
4: yeah,
2: he's
3: cooking. Um, he's the, the league it's I think it was a me or well not Yeah. yeah. <laughs> i do not remember who i was talking to, but it was like the, the league is over. Those braids are going to we're going to win us the league anyway, just on their own. <laughs> um, but yeah, where, where do they all fit? Like that's going to be something for the, that's going to be a massive headache for the derby when everyone is fit. The likelihood of everyone being fit is obviously pretty well, Pretty peak for us anyway, because that barely ever happens this season. But if we did have a fully fit squad, like, that is so hard to get all of those players into the team. Um, but yeah, look, thank God I'm not the yeah. Brighton manager. Yeah, I want to just take
2: on your little point on Fukundo, because it's really worth saying now, while we absolutely love him, um, remember that he's 19 um, and that's what we need to say to everybody that's listening to this podcast, because if, if next week he's not very good, he's 19. He's from Argentina. He's a young kid. So remember that. So there's going to be inconsistencies in his the game. There's going to be Rosario. times where he's going to be. Yeah, there's going to be moments where he isn't as good as that. Because that's just how it works. A bit like Tarek, as you say, has that little drop-off in the second half. It's going to happen because we've got a very, very young team. Uh, probably one of the youngest in the league. So, um, yeah, just, just remember that with Fakundo. Um, you know, the, these players have to take time. He's going to... He, he is... An unbelievable talent. Unbelievable talent. He's going to be such a big player for us. I can just see it. But yeah, just remember that next time we, you know, while we're on the high, remember that that can happen and probably will happen sooner rather than later. I Um, I think just quickly as
4: well, Ryan, I think that's a really good point because like, for example, come the second half of the season, let's say we do have a full, uh, full fit squad. Let's be real, he probably doesn't start with the players we've got. So we can't be too disappointed if he doesn't get as much game time. And I don't think he can be too disappointed. As long as he's getting minutes in mm-hmm. some shape or form, I think he can... But I think just basically now, because he's got a bit of a, a run of games, we might he might think, oh, well, now I'm sort of like a starter or, or whatever. But actually, he I, I think he's way ahead of his uh, development plan. I don't think he was even meant to play this amount of games no. at this point. So... Yeah, uh, that's definitely it's a really good point, uh, Ryan. I think it's definitely worth bearing that
3: in mind. I remember at the beginning of the season. I think there was a press conference where Serbia yeah. was talking about potentially like getting him out, sending him out on loan, wasn't there? Because he wasn't going to get much game time here. But obviously, injuries have kind of helped him out there. And yeah, you're absolutely right. I think man, there's no way he was probably meant to play or get this many minutes at this stage of the season. But at least he's grabbing it by the horns, isn't he? And I just want to finish on the, the song. Uh, uh, <laughs> Bonano, 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 Bonano. I hope we don't get copyrighted
4: for this. What, this song? I think it's from ESPN, isn't it?
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's time. Bonanno, Ben's realisation once he finds out it's ESPN. No, that's right. It's not footage. It's only commentators singing and being silly. Really? But um, yeah, what a song. Yeah, what a get break. done now. Golden
2: Bonanno. No, it's great because they did similar with Alexis, didn't they, as well? Yeah, um, and uh, I think it was like, Alexis, uh, 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 it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was um, that one again? It's The Alexis. But yeah, mm. <laughs> uh, the Argentinians love us, and I think we've got another one in the pecking order with uh Valentin Barco as well. I'm sure he'll be um another one that comes through from from Argentina. Oh, yeah. But yeah, the the just the, the connection to the, these players that we've got is so good. And I think that yesterday was so, so needed after that Luton game. Um, you know, we you know we're all so down. Um, it is, as, as we said, it's going to happen. These, these moments are going to happen. You don't expect to lose four, but you definitely expect to lose more games than you're going to expect to from the beginning of the season. Just how many injuries we've had. Um, but yeah, you're right, Ben When and, and Mads, actually, I can't remember who said it, sorry. And when we come back, there's a great influx of, especially attacking players now, um, as you say, we've got Mitoma coming back for Tottenham next week. We've got Adingra. Uh, he's actually progressed through, by the way. He got a goal for Ivory Coast and set up the second uh, for the winner. Um, so that's huge for him. But again, uh, the, these are great players that are going to be coming back, Ansu, as you say. Um, but yeah, that second half then. So um, you would say drop off, yeah. I think um, maybe we got a little bit complacent for about five or ten minutes and it allowed Palace to score a very, very easy goal. Uh, probably woke us up a little bit. Uh, Mateta to be fair is a great header but the game was a bit of a consolation at that point but um, I don't know maybe maybe it's one of them where we're trying to preserve a bit of energy Maz and then um, yeah, we just got caught sleeping a little bit didn't we with Munoz I think it was and I can't remember who the ball in I think it was Anderson um, but we just looked like we were asleep at that yeah, moment yeah it was
3: Anderson great cross yeah. there
4: yeah it was Yeah, it was one of those um, like you said uh, Ryan we definitely fell off in, in the second half in terms of well for that first I'd say 15-20 minutes it just We didn't really look like the same team we were in the first half. And and I think that's normal. When you go 3 0 up, you do, I think naturally you do get complacent. Um, You do think, right, yeah, you know, 3 0 up, we're comfortable here. Um, And I think naturally players will get uh, complacent. And you saw that. And to be fair, to Mateta, great header, absolute bullet header, um, slightly different to the other two headers that were scored. Um, Yeah, a bit more power. um, And yeah, it was a great header. Maybe poor defending from our side, but um, yeah. No, uh, good goal and can't really sort of fault it in that sense. Um, just quickly, sorry, I, I, I was meant to say this a bit earlier on. Um, Jan-Paul Van Hecker, by the way, his range of passing is outrageous. Like, I think he, he's long, I think he got 11 out of 11 yesterday, his, his long range pa- passing. And you can just tell he's learnt from Lewis Dunk, because Lewis Dunk is one of the best ball passers in the Premier League as a central defender. And you can tell Van Hecker's been picking that up because... It is actually a joke. When I was watching him this, day, I was like, how is he spraying these passes with ease? Like, he just made it look effortless as well. Um, so, sorry, yeah, that was just a side note I had to put out there. Jan-Paul Van Hecker, he is maybe as good of a passer mm. as Kevin De Bruyne. That's all I'm going to say. All right?
3: He's better with balls <laughs> than Tom Garrett. Yeah, I mean,
2: Um, but yeah while we're on the subject (laughs) of um, individual performances I wanted to mention this man Um, and it's a different JP but João Pedro the amount of ground that guy covered yesterday with as much quality as he covered yesterday was genuinely one of the best performances I think I've seen as a Brighton player for anyone and that goes for anyone I've seen play for Brighton honestly I've not seen someone cover so much ground he was everywhere and his turns were, were fantastic obviously his goal was out of this world but Honestly, what player Joao Pedro is turning into. I mean, Ben, I'll let you go with a little bit of him because um he's he's really, really coming on, a bit like how Jan Paul has. I mean, uh, words don't give enough to, um credit to Joao Pedro at the moment. And for me, he was man of the match. I was quite surprised to see dunk get it to be That's fair. classic though, isn't it? Um, but yeah, I'll let you, yeah. I'll let you speak, yeah. Ben. It's
3: always yeah, gonna be dunk. dunk. It's,
4: it's always, always gonna be dunk. Was weird, wasn't it? That was weird
3: though. I it was like... just a rub salt in the wounds, I think, to Palace, yeah. to be honest. I think that's the only reason why Dunk would have got it. Um yeah, Jiao has properly come into his own now. He's so, so confident. Um, just the way he like runs the ball, like <laughs> he kind of just runs into space and just like does little tricks and just runs back into danger just to take people on again and kind of take the piss, flicking it over people's heads. You can tell like yeah, I mean obviously he's Brazilian, but you can tell he's Brazilian by some of the stuff he does. He's so so talented. Um and obviously that goal is incredible, we'll get onto it eventually. But yeah, he almost like parts of the game like when in the second half when we kind of took our foot off the gas, I don't think he was probably one of the few players that didn't take his foot off the gas. He was kind of just like making it making it his game to be honest. Every time he got the ball, almost running the show at times, um, BA's phenomenal and what an absolute bargain of thirty million.
4: I, I saw I saw as well. Someone said um he spun Gahey into an ACL. <laughs> oh god. <laughs>
2: Obviously, he I, did spin him though. He, didn't he, did he? Spin yeah. him. he did
4: spin him. He did spin him. Um, yeah, obviously, I don't wish an ACL injury on anyone, um, but yeah, I did find that quite amusing.
3: To Speaking there. of injuries, um, before I forget though, like where I was, we had like players warming up in front of us. That like West Lower bit. Um, um, yeah, Lise was like when he was warming up, someone said that he like was grabbing his hamstring and then just went back as if like he would, couldn't warm up because his hamstring was so bad, and then they brought him on. I oh, yeah, was thinking, what the f- like, What on earth are you doing, bringing him on if he was injured? Because oh, obviously, he, ca- he comes it. off straight away, which is even more embarrassing for Palace. But what is Roy or whoever one of the coaches it's thinking? Like- because he stopped warming up because he was injured. For fuck's sake, eh? why is he coming yeah, on?
4: That's insane. You're three nil down, right? And you bring on Elise. Let's be honest, you're never going to win. You're never going to come back. Let's be so real. Like, okay, I get it. He's trying to be. He's trying to be positive. He's trying to make a positive change. I do understand that. But at the same time, he's your star player and you're risking him for them. Potentially, now he could be out for five, six games for all we know now. Like, I just didn't get the thought logic behind it at all. Uh, but I did thoroughly enjoy the the, the, the ringing of um, Hodgson, we want you to stay, which was class. Um, yeah, so good, yeah, bad, well. good banner from our fans there. So, Absolutely yeah, very, very it. odd decision from Roy.
0: Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
1: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
2: guy lasted like five, ten minutes. And like he, he obviously got outpaced by Gilmore, uh, which was quite funny. Um, and then, yeah, he looks back at the bench and it's it's a total humiliation. Um for everyone, for, for for Crystal Palace, I mean, this is this is the most that one of us has done to each other in a long time, a long time. Like there hasn't been a humiliation to the point where it's embarrassing. I mean, it was embarrassing for Palace. I mean, there was not many play- fans left there. Roy Hodgson had to sort of hold his head in shame with that one. I mean, Steve Parrish must have been just itching to get out of there. <laughs> Elise just gave up on the game with his injury, and it was just it was an ultimate humiliation on so many different levels that i think it's as Jao pedro did for his celebration it was a killing um the the finish that was um, for that we needed that decider <laughs> um ugh, danny Welbeck, mate what a run that was he's come from his own box i'm sorry from the edge of the um uh, from the center box center uh, the centre circle apparently <laughs> center exists box. these days. He's come from around about there, the centre box. He's come We're from finished. around there, somewhere like that. He's he's run forward, but he's he's completely taken the defence out of the game. Jal Pedro's done a little one too. The flick is to die for. The finish with the outside of the foot, the celebration, um, it just about topped everything off and, and, and finalised the humiliation, didn't it, Ben?
3: yeah it did I'm not going to lie when they, when Palace scored their one I was like surely not Like that was part of me was like oh for fuck's sake because they, they turned they it on Spurs, a little bit didn't vibes. they yeah, it again, did Spurs, they, yeah, Spurs. They, they, yeah they turned it on a bit and I was thinking oh my god Like, and then I think Edward had a decent chance where he could have scored as well and then you're thinking oh my god what's going to happen next but um, yeah just to put the game to bed like that and I think you you said it perfectly but that flick by Welbeck was unbelievable it's just, like timed perfectly placed perfectly Gel Pedro had too much pace for, for Anderson just to slot into the bottom corner. Um, Pass Henderson as well, who hasn't really, isn't, isn't really having the best time at Crystal Palace. Let's be honest with all the potential that he had. Um, and yeah, the celebration, like Maz just done it, if you saw. One, two, three, four. That's five. Fuck me, my brain's gone. <laughs> and then the slit the throat. It was an absolute killing. And yeah, the celebration was so cold. Um absolutely love that bloke.
2: But Mass, how many times have we said it? We need that that killer. We wanna just kill a team. Um and to have that moment, um, you know, we've we've had what, four or five years of this now against Palace. We've just been dying for something like that to happen, but the way that it did that Jao Pedro goal. I mean, you gotta give some praise to Danny here, I'm I'm sure of it.
4: Oh mate. Right. <laughs> I'll I'll, I'll give props to Danny when he deserves it, for sure. No, mate, he's fantastic. It was a great, uh, you know, the two assists from Gross and Welbeck. Just, I think, uh, you know, they're much more experienced members of the squad, but they know they're so good at getting into the right positions. And I think that's what you've got to give credit to Danny Welbeck. He's so good at at getting into the right positions and making those runs. And just, yeah, that that goal, the, the, the play between the two was fantastic. The synergy between them, the understanding that he knew, you flick it onto me, I'll be there. I'll, I'll put it away. Um, so, yeah, it, it was just a great, great goal all round. And like Ben said, one of the coldest celebrations you'd love to see uh, against Crystal Palace. But no, you're, you're right, Ryan. In terms of actually fully killing off teams, and you know when we get gets that, yeah, you go 3-0 up and then you go 3-1 and you think, right, are we now going to exceed another? Is it going to go 3-2? Is it potentially going 3 all You have that sort of seed of doubt just because of you know what we've done in, in previous games, uh, and like I mentioned, the Spurs game especially. That you know that reminded me. As soon as that first goal went in, I was like, "Oh God, is that, are we going to do a Spurs here? Like make it shaky towards the end." But yeah, thankfully we didn't, um, and we we put them to the sword and made it four one. And yeah, shout out to my mate G as well, by the way, who put four one bet before the game. Put a tenner on. I swear to God. No and way. He, yeah, and he cashed out. Screenshot uh, didn't 150- happen. I swear to God I'll send you a <laughs> screenshot Ben you can put it on screen uh, he, cashed out, he cashed out a 250 quid. it was a £340 payout and he cashed out a 250 quid, uh after we scored the fourth so yeah fair crazy. play I mean I I, could, I would not have been able to predict us to win 4-1 prior yeah, to wow. the game so fair play to, to him
3: uh, yeah unbelievable that's a great effort I do want to also add this is really random yeah. because I've never really recognised it I don't, I don't think I watch football the same way you do Ryan um, but like because I, I was Really close, I was probably like four rows back. I've never really been that close to the picture at the, at the Amex. You can like see the players' faces obviously so clearly and watch them at a completely different angle to what I normally would do. I was just watching Billy Gilmore for quite a while and like <laughs> the amount of scanning that bloke has to do. I know they all do it, but like he's literally constantly just like this his head's like moving all the time, and it's, it must be so hard to concentrate for 90 minutes doing that constantly, which is why obviously players. Do drop their concentration every now and then. You will hear a commentator saying it, saying that he's caught ball watching because he was wasn't concentrating on what his role was. But yeah, his he must have like a really sore neck every day, every night after that. Because honestly, the amount of times he's turning around, quickly looking, glancing, it's like that Chabby video, the viral one. I was just um, about
4: to say, yeah, yeah, don't say saying. it.
3: I think we will say it. <laughs> we will say it. I was sorry. I thought you were going to say something crude about the. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, what a bloke. And I think he thrives in those games, doesn't he, with the most possession matches. G- gets found out in a game like Luton, but yeah. when he's in his there, when he's in his There was, a, there was a couple of
4: moments Gilmore did give the ball away and, and he got dispossessed, but nothing, oh, nothing yeah. crazy. Uh, like, yeah, not enough to me to, like, single him out because I thought everyone was fantastic. I don't I don't think there was one play on the pitch where you think, oh, he was poor or he had a bad game. Like, everyone was fantastic. Yeah. But, yeah, it there was, was just a few the moments pl- where... Pl-
3: yeah. He almost dictates the play as well. Like I see him up like pointing, and telling everyone where to pass it and where to go. Um, it's mad. I think Ryan, you said it like a couple of months ago, like how you think he's going to become a leader in the team. And yeah, I think you're absolutely right. You can see it already how important he is into the team. And I think personality off the pitch, but also on the pitch, he seems to be becoming a leader. And you, maybe your shout for future captain, isn't as wild as one seemed. Well, as it seemed back in, back in when was it? November, October yeah. time.
2: Yeah, I'm so glad you picked up on small things that players do because it's just—it's probably one of my favorite parts of football—is watching just little tiny characteristics and attributes. Mm. So I think seeing, you know, Gilmore's, Gilmore's vision of the game is is different class, but also as I said, Jaap Pedro's running, does um, Pascal Gross's intelligence, like things like this is is exactly what makes this team so good. Um, I think Jaap Pedro also counts for the intelligence part, but I mean, you think about the amount that guy run to then come onto that ball that Danny Welbeck's put into a space. Um, he's 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 chased that down before Henderson was gonna get there, before Anderson was gonna get there at an absolute shocker. Um, you know, it's it's those sort of little moments that are so decisive. Um but it it couldn't happen to a better team, which is great. But yeah, I agree <laughs> with you, Ben. Um I think Billy Gilmore is is a is a future leader. He's definitely a future leader for me. Uh, him and Van Hecker have been exactly that. Um but yeah, Pascal, which I just wanted to mention quickly um, because I saw I saw people finally giving him a bit of credit outside of Brighton, which I was surprised by because yeah. I, I, I'll keep saying he's underrated until everyone appreciates how good he is outside of this club. Um, because I think I saw that, yeah, they said that he's got to be going down as one of the biggest bargains in Premier League history. I think it was, what, two or three million we signed him for. The amount of return we've had out of him is just a joke. Um, he's pushing for a dark horse for player of the season again. Um, the amount of assists that guy racks up is is ridiculous. The amount of chance he creates is ridiculous. Someone needs to get a stat up against De Bruyne and Bruno Fernandes updated, please, because I don't yeah, know. I want to see if he's still in that top three bracket. Um, because Ooh, you look at Salah De Bruyne or um, Fernandes, you know, these are names that are like icons of the Premier League. Um, and he competes with him year upon year and just goes about it. And I think until people start talking about him in them sort of conversations, we're going to keep saying how underrated he is because it's another huge
3: performance. Mm. So we mentioned it in the last episode. Um, he's finally getting, yeah. um, I think Peter Drury was the one that said it, didn't he? And you said, I can't remember, who, who was it? Ben Goldberg or something like that? Oh, yeah. Alex Goldberg. Online. Alex Goldberg. Yeah, yeah. yeah Alex. Yeah. So the back Peter Drury saying it is incredible. Um, it's nice to see he's getting recognition. He hasn't won. He hasn't won Brighton Player of the Season yet, has he? I don't think he has. I uh, don't
2: think so. Uh, first season he did. No, first you. season he did. Did he oh, first yeah, season? All um, oh, right. Premier League. Okay, I do not know. Definitely, that. definitely. Well, he needs another yeah, yeah, one was, anyway. He was lethal first season. Yeah,
3: of course.
4: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Pascal. Yeah, for me. Gomez. Do you know what? I I think I, I now. I think people have have caught on hopefully more. I know I know I know I still agree with you. I think still a, a big uh part of the Premier League fans don't know how good he really is because they don't watch him week in week out. But I think he is now getting there towards like being an established renowned Premier League footballer because of how good he is. Like you you can't you can't look at him and not think he's intelligent. He's technically gifted. He's um just an incredible all-round player. And do you know what? Another thing about... When I talk about Facundo running everywhere again, Pascal Gross, like he looks like he's blowing, yeah, like from from the fifth minute. He's <laughs> five minutes, one in. Of the, yeah. Five, he's, he's just got an engine, on like you know that whole German stereotype of them having incredible engines. I, I mean, he, he, he fits the bill. To be fair to him, man. But yeah, he's just got so so many attributes like the, the footballing IQ, the technical ability, um, the fitness levels. He's just got so many good attributes that you want you know, footballer, Um, and and he he feels like a model professional as well, like, when everyone else is maybe losing their heads, or, you know, you need that kind of, again, we talk about leaders, we're looking at Billy Gilmore, Pascal Gross, for me, is one of those silent leaders, he might not be the most vocal, but he gives you that aura of being a calming and established presence, so you feel better when he's on the pitch, so, yeah, he's he's just so, so good, and, yeah, I think every week we talk about how good he is, but... That's what we do, really. He looks
3: hungover all the yeah. time for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> That's actually not a bad show. That's actually not a bad show. I'm
4: he's kidding. got those
3: like dark sunken eyes, doesn't he? He always looks like he's really he absolutely does. knackered after a big night on Bath I've day still too. got that video
2: of him doing balloons in my head, you know. i still got that
3: video in my head. I, I'll never forget. What a hero. 2009. Birthday, birthday balloons, balloons, wasn't it? Was else. Video. It's it's video. Pie, else. Wasn't it was yeah. else. It was someone's birthday party, wasn't it? It wasn't anything else.
2: Yeah, mate. Social media 2019 was crazy for Brighton stuff. Like, still still you can crazy. You could find
3: absolute gold. Yeah. Um, my my friend mean, made a good point. I don't know if sorry. anything touches back then. No, yeah, we did have oh, quite man. a few videos coming out back then, didn't we? Jesus Christ. Think of all the scandals we've had in the Premier League. <laughs> It'd be pretty mad. Pascal. Um, thank God we don't have a lot Billy of them as anymore. Well. The, Mr. Colombia. Yeah,
2: Jesus. Or Ecuador.
3: Um, I was it's just going to say, my friend made a good point, literally just now in the WhatsApp chat. He was like, yesterday felt like a proper game because there was like no VAR or any any delays or anything like that were there it was just like a normal football matchup you haven't probably seen for a long long time um and yeah it did it did just feel like a normal football match that's, that's a pretty good point that's what, that's what happens when there's yeah. only one team on a pitch to be fair <laughs> yeah
2: there was <laughs> i mean they didn't they didn't do anything for it to happen mate to be fair like there was nothing that palace didn't even do anything like it was it mm. was literally one team on the pitch um and that's that quote is lit it from the zerbi from last week which is exactly what we needed. Because he said, we had already won this game. As soon as full-time whistle went against Luton, this was our game. This was it, 100%. They were going to... He said in the press conference the other day, and he said, no, no one's talked to each other. No one said anything. We're not speaking. Um, we, we're just... He said, because you get lost with words. Words can come out wrong. You can say the wrong things in wrong times. Just no one speaks about it. We'll take it out on Palace. What did we do? We did exactly that. I mean, it's, I it's mentality to another degree, isn't it? I, hmm. I just
4: yeah, a hundred percent agree. Um, but I also just want to talk about how bad Palace were. Like they just apart from that like Jeffrey Schlupp effort and the goal, they generally offered zero. Sad like there was Park no... is falling, falling down, down. Literally. Oh, and then, and then as soon as the third goal went in, they, they got their little um, they got their little flag out. Which
3: was,
4: <laughs> um, and then I think apparently some uh, their own fans told them to bring it down. Apparently that's what I heard. Apparently some fra- yeah. Apparently some. So that's why apparently there was because um, so they started fighting each other didn't they uh, their own fans which is always <laughs> great to see um, but yeah apparently I don't know if it stemmed from the flag but yeah that was apparently one factor of it because uh, some fans didn't want the flag being put up and then some did so yeah I uh, don't know what happened there but anyway uh, on the pitch they, they were terrible and even you know some of the subs they bought on obviously Elise coming off very quickly Water not being that impressive uh, losing the ball quite a lot I just thought they offered zero they had no fight they what a had debut. Yeah, what, what, da- wa- get it, I like that, what, what, da- yeah, nice, nice, I you yeah. did there, that Seven. was good, that was good, I um, didn't mean
2: to do that, but I'll take
4: it, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you did, but I, I thought I'd give you the credit, um, yeah, it's just, it just showed no fight, um, Roy Hodgson's just clueless, isn't he, and I'd love for him to stay as long as possible, it'll be great, um, but yeah, just a really, really poor performance from Palace, and I know they were missing, as Elisa, who are integral, but like you said, right, right at the beginning of the, of the show, we were missing loads of our players too. So it's not really an excuse in that sense. You still want to show fight. You still want to show a bit, um, especially in a rivalry game like that. So yeah, if I was a Palace fan, I'll be absolutely seething.
3: You're saying how clueless they were. You know, their assistant manager, Ray Lewington, who's also like 80 years old. That's just, when I was walking to the station, I'm trying to find it. He was literally just like walking with his Crystal Palace suitcase with like his grandson and his son. Oh Wait, it's there. Oh my god! i was just like in yeah. front of us all. It was yeah, absolutely so bizarre. I was Like, how are you just casually walking past us all like that? <laughs> going, to, he was going to that car park near the university. I you like, what, what, on, why? Also, why is he not know, on the coach one? Maybe to get
4: home. Maybe, ben. I don't know. Maybe yeah, I know. But home.
3: surely, you'd jump on the coach. Yeah, I, don't know, but yeah, I just car. thought I was very, very brave of <laughs> him to be able to do that. But he, he had a Crystal <laughs> ballast badge on the suitcase. He was just dragging in front of us I was like.
0: It's like the Ray he Lewington lads
4: for, he, he does work for Palace to be fair Ben
3: so yeah I know but I mean like you just think <laughs> you'd be a bit more safe than just walking out well not for daylight because it was night time at that point but, but you'd
4: like to think but you'd like to think people were not going to attack an 80 year old man who works for Crystal Palace you
3: know? well you never know or even just even just verbal abuse yeah. but you know fair enough we're not we're a nice fan base we yeah. don't do that so that's, that's all good um well I can't remember. <laughs> yeah saying. sure. Oh yeah the, the only delay um, we had in the game yeah, actually no. was oh, we thought there was going to be a penalty when there was like a handball incident and then the referee looked like he's walking over to the screen everyone's going hey and then it was just to give Deserve a yellow card. Oh
2: yeah that was on the, <laughs> of the box wasn't it.
3: <laughs> Who I think he's going to be a handball
2: for me though. That that stopped the goal for
4: for me. 100%. And also as well um mm. what was it, the other decision um, as well?
3: Deserve's De um, out for Spurs isn't he? He won't be on the touchline. Yeah. Deserve's out
4: for Spurs yeah. That is
3: peak. Muldera back.
2: Love it. <laughs> yeah.
4: We actually got a good track record with Muldera. I think we which, have, yeah. yeah. Big up.
2: Yeah, Big he's up won him. like four nil, six nil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've we've what won like some huge score lines with him. I don't know why. He just I, like he just seems like he's cooking, you know what I mean?
4: And he loves Seagull Social as well. So Muldera you're the goat. You're the you're the goat goat. Yeah. He he actually does. yeah he's, probably, he's actually probably
3: that our number true. one fan. Yeah, he loves might
4: be, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, need to get some exclusives. Andrea, if you're watching this, mate. One, we love you. Two, get in touch. Um yeah. love to have a conversation with you about anything, literally. Um but yeah, just to sort of finalise everything off then. What a what day. What day. I'm not gonna forget that day for a long time. Um luckily we've got a whole week to enjoy it. Um, you know, we don't play again till next Saturday for Spurs, but um yeah, I just it would just be so funny for me if this is it for Palace. Like if we've you know, their, their running is tough and we could have been the ones to really, really sink them because their holding grace was always that they, you know, they don't lose to us that often. But, sure. you know, we've really smashed them and it could be so funny for them to go down. I don't agree with the the fans that say they want them to stay up for the rivalry. I would love them to get relegated now. it would spend a good three or four or five years in the championship. And the last thing they funny. remember is us absolutely smashing them. Um yeah. But yeah. I just, it would be great if they get relegated. I would uh, celebrate. Only... And if Potter goes there and gets them down, even better. <laughs> that would yeah, be funny.
4: That would be unreal. The only thing is, though, the annoying thing is that the fact we beat them 4 1 means very likely that Hodgson gets sacked, which is annoying. Because if we'd only beat them 1 0, he probably would have had to the end of the season. But no, because we absolutely smashed them, Potter's
3: he might Palace. Be... <laughs>
4: Yeah, Potter's Palace, but yeah.
3: I really hope Potter doesn't go there. I thought I've, so Part of me thinks that Potter's going to wait for the England job when S- Southgate leaves in the summer. That's, that's what I'm yeah, thinking. Do you
4: know what? I, I want
3: Potter to go there just so he, he'll be crap. I think he'll be awful there. Do you? Mate, I mean, yeah. without Eze and Elise, I think we've said it before, but they are genuinely a championship side. They are so shy without it, yeah. without their two-star players. Yeah. Um, so if, they, if they're really, out, genuinely, well, right. if, if Elise on. had left in Jan, that would have been incredible. That would have been so good, because that, they, yeah, without well, those, you look at this bottom for the bottom of the table, right?
2: They are like Sheffield United. Okay, they're they're pretty awful. Burnley will go down, but Everton are better than them. Forest are better than them. Luton at the moment are better than them. Brentford are better than them, and Bournemouth are better than them. So that literally just leaves them Burnley and Sheffield United. Um, and you'd argue if if it was a one off game, I would fancy Burnley or Sheffield United against them. at the way they played against us. They were just so passive. I wouldn't be surprised if they did go down. And even a lot of Palace fans that I know said, you know, they are like one of the worst teams in the league. And they actually are. Jesus. Um, and I think Everton will be all right. If they if they actually get... Um, if Everton gets some of their points revoked again, you know, that, that puts Palace right down in it. Because they've Brentford got Tony back, they'll be fine. Um, Brentford will be fine. Sorry, Everton will be fine. I, I, I think Forrest and Luton are better than them as well. So yeah. I would be surprised if they aren't in a huge relegation scrap
3: that would be that would be you love to see to get relegated I'm, part, I'm on both sides though like part of me wants them to be in the Prem so we have that fixture to look forward to the two big games in the calendar every single year nah but then obviously, <laughs> obviously yeah the other side how hilarious would it be for them to get relegated and struggle getting back up in the championship watching them having to play constantly against Champions absolute it. Dross mm. um, yeah so I think it's a win win either way if they stay up cool we have two great days out um, but yeah if they get relegated Scenes injected like Matt said.
4: Also as well, uh D I know you're not yeah. watching this, but hold that hold that L bro. Hold <laughs> that L. Oh, I forgot about D. Oh
2: <laughs> uh, love, love it. That is good. He
4: messaged, he messaged me before the game going, Good luck, mate. I was like, yeah, don't worry about it. We won't need any luck. Do today.
2: you message him afterwards? You <laughs>
4: yeah he's shocked he, he, shock, he hasn't replied all i saw was his angry tweets <laughs> just saying get parish out <laughs> get hudson out <laughs> oh that's great uh, that's great
2: you love to see the it, only ones i to... know is that wednesday guy when this is oh, for you yeah. at wednesday oh yeah this is for you at talk cpfc ollie all the palace creators out there um unlucky um <laughs> Cause, like, it's, it, I'm sorry, they would do it to us, and I'm sure they would quote our names yeah. in their own podcast if they just went and smashed us for one. So, yeah, who cares? Um, also, nice. I think that's just. I think, my, my just final about, final I think we've done it justice, haven't we?
4: Yeah, my final sign-off yeah. uh, from me is this is a, a lovely chant written by our very own Ben Spaulding.
3: If everyone's ready, Hello. Seagull Socials oh falling down.
4: Mas Mercedes, a fucking clown. Spaulding's editing for ten more years. Ryan added on the beers. <laughs>
3: this was written before the podcast when yeah. at least I'm on the one on the i not the one getting laptop. memed <laughs> yeah, yeah. so um, yeah
4: so, sorry about the quality of my audio uh, I mean my camera and audio probably right. um,
3: so yeah sorry. shout out Maz's sister for setting it up oh, that was quite funny me and Ryan were just sat here waiting and then Maz's screen popped up and it was his sister who I was like oh has grown his hair out there uh, <laughs> <laughs> mate I had head lost, actually
4: mate. scared I, me I was <laughs> like what's <laughs> Oh, I had an absolute head
3: loss, mate. I was, oh, yeah, I was not in a good way before this podcast.
2: But yeah, <laughs> here now. we made it. We made it. We done it. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. Okay, make sure you've liked, comment, subscribed. And also comment any thoughts um, of the last however long. I mean, to be honest, I don't know if you can even give enough justices. I feel like we could still give more, but um, yeah, just what a day. What a day. All that emotion. Mm. Let us know all your emotions in the comments below. Um, anything you yeah. agree with, disagree with, and whatever. Um, yeah, make a sure you Shout out to everyone that said hello comments, yesterday and as well. we'll see you. Got a lot of love. Yeah, then too. After the game. And we'll see you. Big up, big up. Yeah, Fez, Fez. And we'll see you just before Tottenham.
3: Capspur, what's that?